the college football experience way too early week 10 college football preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet. Get started today and you're going to risk free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, our app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's the ex- exclusive place to enter all of the contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience. Way too early week 10 preview. My name is Kobe swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. How are you, pal? And then we got a third man in the booth. All right. The DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up guys. How we doing? Uh, this is how we're doing. All right. Oh, Yahoo sports. I believe that's what Pete Thamel is on. He's reporting. I think we have two more years of the 14 playoff, but the strong indicators and signs point to a 12 team playoff. Patty C not eight, a 12 team playoff, which all five conference winners would have a, would, would have an automatic bid power five conferences, obviously. And then you would have one one mid major have a seat at the table guys. It's somewhat, uh, it's somewhat surprising in a way. Cause people would figure, I think everyone figured eight yeah. seems like the sec is calling the shots here. Uh, cause, cause they know that they could, if why do eight, if they know they could put, if they could do 12 and get, you know, four teams in, it's a big ass paycheck for the sec. Um, but otherwise I'm pretty I, look, I want more. I want, you know, me, I want 32. I won't be happy till 32, but <laughs> right. look in his article, he quotes them saying, then we'd expand the 24. That's crazy. So, um, I guess my first, first thing is what's your take on a Patty C. Well, awesome. You know, it's what we've been harping on for years now. Not just, uh, I mean, I, I, I want all 10 conference winners. I think it's a, sh- a shame that only one, right. One, uh, power f- or a group of five would, would have that. <laughs> I don't it, mind. It's a shame that the sec and the big boys said, all right, all right, group of five, we'll give you one team. If we get seven more. <laughs> yeah. 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 What? So what's, what were you Nick? Cause I'm kind of happy by it because I can tell you the best selling point to me was the home game angle. So what's the status on that? Are they doing uh, that up until the semifinals or yeah, wait, we're going to know that we won't. Obviously this has to go through a bunch of, we're going to know a lot more. I think after July 17th and 18th, Um, but uh, the first round of games. So your first four teams will get the buy, but then your next round of teams, the fifth, 
team, the six team, the seven team, the eight team are all hosting games on college campuses. Beautiful. That's awesome. That is fantastic. That's the equivalent of the round of 16. If there was 16 team playoff, except four teams are getting a bye. So it's the quarterfinal round. In other words, is going to be hosted on a college campus, which is glorious. That's kind of what we wanted. I mean, that's what I want for the whole thing personally, yeah. but can you imagine be... how hype those stadiums will be dude, those home stadiums for well, a playoff game. It's Ugh. well, it's, yeah. fu- it's funny if you were to do it based off last year. Now last year, it's kind of a quirky year. Cause cause of the, the certain teams played so many different games. They, a lot of teams canceled the final game of the year in the regular season because they wanted to protect their chance of getting a better bowl or a better in, uh, shot at the playoff. Um, but uh, your playoff would have went like this. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state, Notre Dame gets buys. Yep. And then it would have been Oregon travel, Oregon, the PAC 12 winner who wasn't even ranked in the top 12. So a bid stealer, essentially uh, going to a and M, which I actually think would have been a game, even yeah. though it freaking awesome. I think, yeah, that, I think, I think dude, that's, that's a three point game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and compelling as hell. Yeah. And then Indiana at Oklahoma. Now, once again, I do have problems with Indiana being ranked here. I think they did that to propel Ohio state. I yes. thought Northwestern was better than Indiana all year and they beat better teams, but for some reason they wanted to, cr- to really give Indiana a lot of credit. I thought, Yeah. but regardless, Indiana at Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma would have fucked them up. Yeah. I mean, I think there would be way better yeah. teams like a BYU, Oklahoma, even yeah. a Liberty, Oklahoma. Would yeah. be more compelling. I mean, I, ha- I have issues with with the game there, but that still Coastal would be Carolina, fun. Carolina, Oklahoma would be fun, but uh, then you have Iowa State at Florida, right? Yeah, fun. Georgia would have played at Cincinnati, and that was the point I was getting to, Nick, when you said that uh, you know you were you were saying that uh, get some of these teams in there that uh, group of five teams. Well, they that that would be a big difference. We saw we saw Cincinnati play Georgia. Well, first off, both teams had opt outs. Both team or Cincinnati had injuries as well, but injuries wouldn't go. Injuries would still be there, but the opt-outs would probably opt in, which is why this system is already better than what the bowl season would be. Of course, of course. I mean, look, this is a step, and uh, and we're all happy with it. It's just a step with some things that kind of pissed me off as well. Like, so I initially thought that the next, you know, we, we would go from four to eight teams, and we would do. Uh, the the power five five conference winners best group uh, best group of five and then two at large yeah so if we're jumping to twelve why don't we give two teams from the group of five a chance I agree I agree and I think uh, I think it could get really interesting if if the AAC adds Boise State and and San Diego State like they were talking and color actually I think the Sports Illustrated released an article in the past like month saying that Colorado state, San Diego state and Boise state to the AAC is a real possibility, right? Like the ACC's had t- the AAC has had talks with them. Yeah. That would kind of make them a power conference. So then I don't know where that would stand with the future of the college football playoff then with because the group of five. with the 12 team playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that would be, dude, let's be honest. That'd be better than some of the years in the PAC 12, some of the years in the big sure, 12, some of the years point, in the ACC. I mean, if the, if the big East, which is worse, you know, upon the arrival of those teams, I know they had Miami. I know they had West Virginia. I know they had uh, what Syracuse, Yeah, several teams that are now currently in the power five were in the big East, but uh, the AAC as it's currently constructed might not have a Miami, but it would have a bunch of teams that were way more quality than the big East and the big East got a, a BCS bowl bid for a decade and a half. So that we should have no problem elevating the American to power six status. I would, I would just think with, with, you know, Cincinnati's got a great track record since Brian Kelly, really like 15 years. I think they only had like one or two losing seasons. Yeah. Who, who makes that decision though? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, who, who makes the decision? Like, all right, now we're uh, a power six instead of a power five. Yeah. That, 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 that's a lot of the shenanigans behind that that's the problem with the sport really is that it's dictated really by the people. Yeah. There's no commissioner. Yeah. It's the SEC. Yeah. It's Greg Sankey. I read something that uh, the ACC big 10 um, and uh, pac 12s commissioners combined. I'm forgetting their names. Kliakov. What, what is the uh, big 10 guy? All of those uh, guys. Com- G- no, it's not Jesus. Kevin something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then whoever the ACC is at, at this point, I know Swafford's gone, but um those three combined have about as much say in the outcome of this as Greg Sankey himself. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes for a tough, tough sledding, but I, 
I think this is still a good thing, and I think it's it a, is. a great thing for the future of the sport, uh, especially if they're already talking 2014 playoff. Because a, a lot of it has to do with this. You know, I, I was listening to some other podcasts about this already, a couple different ones. Yeah, and I, I think they're underselling what this could mean long term for these schools, right? I'm saying take a Cincinnati if they make the if if I mean if you take the last like honestly if you were to take the the best group of five in like the past 15 years Cincinnati probably would have been in the playoffs. It had they had this system that they might be doing, they would have been in the playoffs a lot of times or right on the doorstep. Yeah. Right. You start to build pedigree then, and that changes everything. It changes everything. I think, and especially with, with uh, the, the NIL thing coming soon. Yeah. I mean, you let one year being on the same playing field as some of these other powerhouses in a uh, 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 playoff scenario gives your program so much credibility that you're going to get a huge recruiting boost that is cut off when you're not allowed to play. I on the would same also field. say from a fans to a business to, to you potentially, if that's how you're paying your players essentially, but li- with likeness or whatever. Yeah. I, I think it, it could have a trickle down effect that I think they're not seeing as, as some, like I've heard people complain about, Oh, they don't think this is a good thing for college football. I think it's a great thing for college football. I think it's how is it not a good thing for college football? Give me one good argument. How it's not a good thing for college football. I mean, I, I, I've only heard other people's opinions. They say, Oh, you know, it's only going to oversaturate it. And I'm like, no, this is great because every school's going to have a seat at the table, essentially oversaturated. Yeah. You, you realize how many b- shitty bowl games are out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. oversaturation. These games mean something. The ratings for these playoff games are going to be through the roof. The college campuses are going to be going crazy. I mean, there is absolutely no downside, no negative to this. Exactly. And when you think about that, one of the main arguments is that it's going to deteriorate the value of the regular season games. The more I think about it, we talked about it's Alabama the opposite dude. Alabama LSU uh, was a divisional game and that didn't rule one of the teams out of the playoff. They played in the national championship as the final, as in a two game playoff, they played against each other. Same with Florida state and Florida. That wasn't a conference game, but they played each other the last week of the regular season, Florida state won. And they said, guess what? You fuckers have to play it again for the national championship in 1990. What six? Yeah. So that, and that game didn't mean shit. And also now that teams know that if they win their conference, they're automatically in, why not challenge yourself? In the non-conference, yeah. why not play two like big marquee games? Yeah, get more money. Because uh, right now you can't afford to to lose twice. Well, and, and like I I really th- I really believe I think okay yeah maybe it, maybe if Alabama's coasting if they, if you know they're in the SEC West they've already because they sometimes they have had like a two game lead in the SEC West so yeah I get it they might sit their players the the last SEC game they play probably not if it's Auburn though. But I'm saying, okay, maybe the game before that, right? Right. I know Clemson. Clemson sits players already. <laughs> but right? the, the seating is fucking huge too. Why would why would you sit if like a loss at the end of the regular yeah, season, especially if you get the bye week? Yeah, it could cost or you or a home game. Yeah, exactly. If but, the regular season was all that holy, then Alabama wouldn't be playing the Citadel in Week Eleven. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I, I think that's a, a great point too. Is like think about these regular season matchups. Where you would you you take a, a year ago, you know Cincinnati and Tulsa. Now I know COVID, they canceled, whatever. But uh, to, all right, how about this? Go to nineteen. Go to two thousand nineteen when Memphis and Cincinnati played the final week of the season, and then the very next week in the AAC championship. Well, what that does is let's say Memphis Memphis won both games. Yeah, but the winner of the final game of the regular season was the host of the yes. championship. Yes, game. but also so not only are you watching the final game of the season regular season, but yeah. then the championship week app state was ranked two spots behind them sitting at 13 and one Boise state was uh 12 or at the time. I think they were 12, 11 and one, all of these teams, uh, Boise state was two, two spots back. So now they're watching this game and this game all of a sudden is huge because if uh, a Memphis was to have lost to Cincinnati, one of those weeks, yeah, then they get jumped by app state and, uh, and, and all of their games are huge then. Yeah. I mean, the, those conference championships, definitely you're, you, the, 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 the more teams that you add, the more games are going to mean something at the end of the regular. But that's, season. that's what I'm saying is that I, I, that's the laziest argument of all time is that the regular season means more now. No, it doesn't. 
I would argue that the regular season means shit right now, with the exception of a little bit of games. Yeah, I mean the the fact that like if you really do have to what it, where where the regular season where it's always going to rest the important games are going to be on the bubble, you know, and the bubble when there's a two team playoff you would think would be one and two, and if they if it was one versus two then that would be an eliminator game typically, but it hasn't been right, yeah. and then if you make the uh, bubble four then the the bubble the games between teams three through seven become important, but when you go to like. 12, it becomes games uh, as team six through like 18. Well, and especially if you add in the bid stealers, like take a year where the PAC 12 South is down or something and Oregon's 10 and one, 11 and one. And all of a sudden they're playing Utah at seven and five. What would be Utah wins this game. They're going dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that could, that could happen also in other conferences. So, uh, I mean, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, big 12. Yeah. yeah. And you, you maintain, it's not like you completely Northwestern last year devalue yeah. the, uh, the regular season because it's still a fight to get into your conference tournament. It's not like basketball where everyone goes to the conference tournament and you just start a playoff there. Yeah, no, that's better. Right. Right. Good point. <laughs> but that's even better in basketball. <laughs> well, I know you enjoy <laughs> you can't that possibly fit that many football yeah, games. Yeah, in. I know. I know. Right. For those that are really yeah. focused on preserving the value of the regular season, well, there is no value. <laughs> look, th- look, I get it. There's value. But I'm saying there's so much schedule manipulation out there that it comes in with an extremely loaded deck. Yeah. And I really believe if you're not paying attention to you that, you got to put an asterisk next yes. to it. Well, I mean, I just don't believe we could go, we could talk for five hours on this. Uh, we got to get to the week. But either way, slate. we got a nice <laughs> development. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good news. This is good news. Even though it's, yes, would that be. Shitty to see. I mean, no. I, regardless, it's good news. I want to see home is, games. I want to see. Can you imagine, guys? Uh, you know, the, they were talking Cincinnati. Uh, had this been there last year, that could have been pretty cold in December. You know. Oh, yeah. Uh, is this 2024? Is that when I, it would start? I think that that we're going to find out. I mean, if they okay. agree on this, I think that would be yes. Yeah, Dude, that's okay. soon. That is freaking amazing. So. Uh, you know, let's get excited. All right. But week 10, by the way, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, first off, you want to subscribe to the college football experience and the college basketball experience, two different feeds talking college football and college basketball year round. But this is our week 10 series. And we've gone through the first 10 weeks or first nine weeks of the season. And what we do is essentially we have a draft where we draft the top 30 games of the week. We make our case of why it is the best game of the week or why it's slated where it's slated. And, uh, and we basically go through the top 30 games and, and get excited about why these games matter. Then after that, there's a segment of uh, the Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week where we talk about why there's a few games that just should not be scheduled on this uh, every week slate of games. So we also have the upset, yeah, the segment. upset, the upset of the week. So stay tuned as we kick things off here. Uh, Patty C is going to have the first pick. I will be second. NC Nick will be third. This changes every single week. So with no further ado, Patty C let's get to this. All right. Well, this has pretty much been one of the top games of the year for the past two decades, almost, or certainly uh, 15, 17 years, not, not last, not last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, I guess Ed Ordron shouldn't have run his mouth two years ago when uh, LSU that was, was the easiest cash. When he talked <laughs> shit to them two years yeah. ago, I was like, okay, mistake, okay. Mistake. And all the uh, players talking to the re- the uh, recruits in the stands and everything. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. I was like, okay, that's just Nick Saban will remember that. Oh yeah, just, what did they plan? Didn't they say that the, Ed Ordron said this is our field from now on? Yeah, we're gonna see because they're going back to Dude. Alabama. There, there, there you go. go. There you go. L- last year was fifty-five to seventeen. <laughs> All right, in Baton Rouge. In Baton Rouge, and I feel like they caught off the dogs a little bit. Yeah, they definitely were up like forty-eight nothing yeah. at half or something. It was ridiculous. I don't know if it was that bad, but it was pretty terrible. Um, at this point, again, both of these teams coming off a buy for this game. They've been doing that little scheduling thing for a, a minute, which is kind of cool. No, yeah. no, no, I mean, not. Well, <laughs> if, if they both have a buy, then there's no advantage. So it's a wash. I, I'm fine with that. I, I just hate the fact that, I mean, I made this game have that much that. control over their schedule. Well, or? just the fact every year they get a buy before their, this is arguably their biggest game traditionally every year. Other com- I mean, I guess it's smart by them. I'm not going to knock Alabama, but I just feel like when you're, when you're going to evaluate teams, that's gotta come. If I'm in that committee, 
Yeah. I'm saying, well, every year. So look, they got to buy here. Yeah. And they got the Citadel before Auburn. I agree with you. If you're able to better prepare uh, for a, a, a team by having a week off beforehand, the, the likelihood that the better team wins that game and you know, that the conference as a whole benefits because their best team wins the conference. Uh, it happens, you know, and other conferences aren't doing that little manipulation. Maybe they are, but I, I, this is the only one that I know that every single year, two top Oklahoma five Oklahoma doesn't normally get a bye week before Texas. Yeah. 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 Clemson. That's my point. Florida state. So I think if you're in the committee room, you should factor that in. Right. Alabama kind of has a leg up there. But, and you, you mentioned Clemson. I mean, yeah, Florida state, but Florida state sucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Clemson, it doesn't even matter, but like <laughs> Clemson hasn't played no back to back away games in five over five years. Think about that. Yeah. Why are they protecting them when they destroy them anyway? Right, exactly. <laughs> what you, uh, big 10, you got Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state, I mean, Michigan and Ohio state don't get a bye before that week. In fact, sometimes they're playing either Michigan state or uh, yeah. Penn state like the week before. So it's like, you have to get up twice in a row that fucks like that yeah. fucks your chances up. It uh, makes course, it harder. Of course. Of know? course. So, so. I mean, yeah. Giving Bama these advantages. It's like giving Rambo, like an, a, a, another gun or something. It's like <laughs> he doesn't need it. Okay. <laughs> I, I completely agree there. I mean, he doesn't need it, but as of, as a film watcher, I am trying to watch that, you know, give him that other gun, you know, <laughs> Rambo I, rocket I'm trying pack. to find my Rambo drop. It's somewhere in here. Uh, I'm sure. Here we go. Nothing is <laughs> well, you just don't turn it off. You just don't turn it off, Patty. Alabama C. hasn't turned it off in the better part of a decade. Well, here, they so. turned it off the week before every fucking week against <laughs> LSU. <laughs> Touche. Either way, uh, you got to figure LSU's got a tough little slate beforehand. Uh, obviously, being the SEC West and getting Florida cross division every year, there are no breaks for LSU. But uh, should they navigate Auburn and Florida at home and win the other games that they should be favored in, they could be coming in once again, undefeated to this game. Alabama has to take a trip to the swamp, which is uh, an underrated matchup. So we might see LSU ranked higher than Alabama here. You're crazy. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> right. Are you hearing this? Nick He's trying to sprinkle fairy dust on his LSU team. That was five and five and, and had to get a, had to have a Florida player throw his shoe. Right of, of an LSU player to get a 15 yard penalty to make a 57 yard field goal just to go 500. And this team went Look, 15 I think and 0 LSU two years will ago. be better this year, and I think this game will be more. Yeah, it'll be closer than last year, but come on, that's, that's not. not much. I mean, Alabama has to go to Florida and to A and M. Look, these are two teams that were in the finished the regular season in the top 10 last year. So, um, oh, top 10. I'll, I don't yeah. want to hear your top 10 sec top 10 or yeah, AP top 25, top 10. Um, either way, it's going to be a fucking great game. It always is between these two teams. They're probably the most, well, now that Georgia's entered the fray and maybe even Clemson, but I don't think Clemson is even on a talent level. These are pretty much the two most talented teams in the country. Maybe Georgia's right there now, but either way, you're going to get fireworks. And one of these teams is most likely going to be in the playoffs. So Maybe uh, both. Uh, LSU's <laughs> not going to the playoffs this year. We, You're crazy. You're crazy. I don't, I, I'm not projecting that, but if they're <laughs> able to beat Alabama, sure, then, sure, then they might find themselves in the okay. playoffs. Okay. But I think we all had this at number one, right? You had to. Yeah, I had it at number one. Um, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but it's, if it's another blowout like that, I can't take it number one next year, guys. All right. If it's, <laughs> if it's 55 to, to, to three. I'm not taking it. Uh, well, they've had a bunch of close ones. Usually this is uh LSU finding a way to blow it at the end against Alabama. So um, I don't know. Uh, you got to favor Alabama here. Big again. This is a great week, by the way, for the sec. It is this week. Is. The sec the whole is country. Great. The whole country is. Yeah. Uh, so I got pick two here. Pick Dundee with pick two and see Nick. I, you know, I wouldn't be big 12 Colby without being big 12 Colby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Texas travels to Ames, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa state preseason, top 10 preseason, top 10, Texas Sarkeesian part of that 57 to 10 or whatever the fuck score was against LSU last year. He was, he was navigating that offense, Patty C. So I think this is, this is a heck of a game and uh, we're going to find out if Texas is legit or not, but Iowa state needs to take care of business here. If they want to be playing for the big 12 championship, can Matt Campbell do it this year? It's a huge game. What do you think? You think uh, it, you think there's better games out there, don't you? Well, I mean, I think it, depending on what Texas does, maybe not. I mean, we said Iowa State schedule is kind of tough, so they might have a disappointing season if we're expecting a Big Twelve championship out of them. But this is probably on a short list of games that's going to 
determine who the Big 12 runner-up is yeah. or the other participant in the championship game. The fact that this is in Ames is huge. Last team that, uh, I mean, what did Kiffin left uh, Alabama and became the offensive coordinator of, uh, or no, no he no, went to FIU. Head coach of Florida Atlantic. Okay. Yeah. But either way, his offense has been running uh, top notch. So we'll see if Sarkeesian can replicate that feat at Texas and really get them going. Not that they had any struggle uh, struggles moving the ball. They have almost 42 points per game last year. So I don't know. Texas could be really good and this game could matter a lot. We'll see. Nick, what's your thoughts on this one? Well, first off, you stole my thunder. I thought you were going to have a different pick for number two. And this was actually my number three. I was going to come out the gates calling myself big 12, Nick. <laughs> mm, mm. I couldn't. So I'm not going to argue with your, your selection. Cause I, I did have the game at number three. It's a tough road trip for the longhorns, especially cause it is also the back to back. It's the second half of a back to back. They're at Baylor the week before. Mm. So yeah, big 12 doing no favors for Texas. Um, Iowa state's won the last two games, but both games have been close and look, I mean, yeah, ISU is going to be favored, but Texas still has talent. Okay. So I expect this to be a close game here. I expect Iowa state to pull it out, but this should be a, 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 a good one in, in Ames. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Patty C. Uh, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Nick pick three. Where are you taking us? Yeah. You're going to give me a chance or what, man? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, out West, I'll take you to, uh, you know, the battle of the two premier programs in the PAC 12 North Oregon at Washington. I mean, not only the PAC 12 North, this is probably the most two consistently good teams in the entire PAC 12 over the last decade or so. So, uh, you, you know, Seattle is going to be lit for this game. Uh, COVID canceled the matchup a year ago. And actually in, t- in 2019, Oregon won at Washington 35, 31. So and that was a lucky you know, game that Washington was up that whole game. They're up big. And then Oregon came back, but dude, last year, last year was COVID, but was it because the PAC 12 <laughs> wanted Oregon in uh, conspiracy Colby over here. Same with USC, Colorado. They canceled those yeah. games, so they were like, "Oh, well, USC will automatically get the bid." It's a shame that, like, we we the every conference that we shit on for doing it, and like touted another conference for not doing it. The next week, they would they would cop out yeah. all the way down to the group of five. It was like everyone showed that they're you saw us. like the the whores that are the commissioners trying to finagle their teams into the. Yeah. into the championship. And why? Because it means several mil- or at least it means a million dollars for like each school in their conference. But yeah, it's why. hilarious it though, yeah. because they're making the assumption though, that Oregon is better than Washington, which I don't know last year that that was true. I don't think they had as high a uh, regular season win percentage, but my Oregon point was- is like, if wa- Washington had got in that game, obviously Oregon lost to Iowa state in their bowl game by 17. I think Washington could have won that game. They had, I think they had a better chance of winning that game than Oregon did. Well, I, I'll say this: uh, both Oregon and USC, whoever won that game, are more marketable than Washington is. So you got to figure. Yeah, there's a little company called Nike behind Oregon. I get it, but still, <laughs> Seattle is Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I mean Washington. It's amazing that actually Washington isn't like a bigger brand. You know, I, I, where do you place Washington as a brand? Uh, I guess we're getting a little sidetracked, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it just. It's just weird that that happened, but yeah, this game is great. This Didn't is a great game. Washington won at least one national championship in, since the nineties. Dude, they? I was watching. We're gonna go off on a tangent here. I was yeah. watching. Uh, I think nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine, Florida against Washington. I forget the name of the bowl, but it was funny watching. Emmett Smith was for Florida, but they're was saying that Brunel, e- Kerry Conklin, Kerry Conklin was <laughs> their quarterback, right? Okay. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brunel was next though. Brunel was next. So yeah, I think Conklin was drafted by the Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. But hold on in this matchup, they're saying that Florida is too uh, small for Washington. They don't have the athletes that Washington has. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck has Things happened in 40 years? Yeah. Well, 30. Really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was, yeah. Th- 30 years. Yeah. I mean that it just blew my mind. I'm like, they're like, they their, their defensive lines too small. They can't match up with these guys. And I'm just saying, this is Florida, Washington here. They yeah. have Emmett Smith. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Washington had some great players too, but, but all the Florida teams at that point were cranking out pros left and right. I mean, what Washington won the national championship. Uh, I think they had to go through Miami. Oh, in, they fucked over 90, Miami a couple times in 94. one. They fucked over Miami. Did they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure in 94, if I'm not mistaken, Miami went to the national championship against Nebraska. Washington went down to Miami and kicked the shit out of them. It's yeah. like this program has some great wins and they're kind of just like off the radar of the mainstream media. It seems like, yeah. Anyway, this is a great game though. I do think Nick has it slated correctly so far. I'm three for three, three for As three. Am on, I. Yeah. Um, Patty C it's back on you. Pick four. Boom. Uh, well, okay. We got some good contenders here, um, but I'm going to go to a game that I think has divisional ramifications. As a matter of fact, I think it has uh, division deciding ramifications, potentially uh, USC going to Arizona state. We're going to stay out West. We're going to stay in the pac 12 and we got two elite quarterbacks, the preseason first and second team, all conference quarterbacks, both playing against each other in Slovis and Jaden Daniels, both these teams, nine win uh, with the win totals at nine. Uh, so the two favorites to play for the pac 12 South, uh, or the Pac-12 championship essentially, but I think I think it's going to be a funny season if 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 Utah wins the South and UCLA is in second place and USC and Arizona State are in third, fourth, or potentially fifth because I think Colorado could still be a player a little bit. Yeah, how much more fun is the Pac-12 than than the rest of college football? If they were just given <laughs> if they were given a seat at the table, you know, and they weren't yeah. made into an afterthought for being for having that parity with each other, it would be a fucking amazingly fun conference. Like the ACC is the most boring conference in all of football. And yet it has, you know, one of the most marquee teams in football, but the PAC 12. Yeah. Each week you're like, shit, there's five games that are awesome. Uh, Nick, what's your take? USC at Arizona state. Well, I'm glad you brought up this game, Patty C. Cause I got a little bit of a bone to pick with the both of y'all. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, I listened to your Pac-12 preview, and if I'm not mistaken, I think both of you guys had USC at six and zero going to Notre Dame. No, no, no. I said it could be. I I, I said San Jose State could beat them week now. one. I'm not. It saying- sounded a lot like you guys had, you know. Maybe not a definitive six and zero, but like a probable six and zero. Well, I, I do and think their schedule breaks nice for them out the gate. I do think well, they probably will be six and zero. I, I see. I I no. I need to see on field performance because last year's team was not very good. Right, they got and extremely look, lucky. And to me, I I honestly, based off what I saw last year, I really think that game against San Jose State should be a dogfight. And look. I mean, they might be favorites in all of those first six games, but they're like 60, 40 games. True. True. They're not winning all of them. Probably true. Probably right. I do think it has, it It breaks nice for them though. The the beginning of the schedule, the I end is tough. Yeah. I think you have six or seven tough games out the gates. They have no gimmies. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I, they go to call They go to Boulder and Pullman when it's warm. I thought that was a huge advantage for them. It is. Um, but that's like a deep dive in the, in the schedule. All I know is that they play a bunch of pretty good teams. And unless you're a dominant team, you're not going to beat six pretty good teams in a row. Well, they have, well, they'll have the talent advantage gotten Let, 10 uh, wins relatively recently. I mean, so, last year they, they, they went foot five and one or something or four and one, but they were incredibly lucky. Like they should, I bet you if they play that Arizona state game, uh, you know, a hundred times Arizona state's or 10 times, Arizona state's going to win that thing nine times. Cause they outplayed them every single time. Like every single play since that game kicked off, Arizona state was the better team. They had to recover two onside kicks to get back in that game. And then even with that Arizona state player jumps offside. So Slovis throws like a 40 yard deflected. They had two games with deflected passes on pivotal downs that got them wins. They were the luckiest team in the nation last year. I and that, and lightning only strikes once. <laughs> well, that may be well, you're right. <laughs> Struck like five times for them last year. But um, I will say this, maybe, maybe USC, you know, Mike Leach, who is the master of the air raid. It takes him 
two to three, usually year three is yeah. when that program starts clicking. If I'm not mistaken, Graham, this is year three. I think Graham Harrell is on year three, but it's yeah. really year two and a half, two and a <laughs> half. So maybe, maybe they'll turn a corner here and, and make some progress with that system, especially with a, a quarterback with some experience here. So I don't know. I expect them to be good, but I, I kind of agree with you, Nick. I think they'll probably drop one. We might've gotten a little excited there. Well, <laughs> not me because I was telling you that I hate them. And I was saying that, uh, that I, they could theoretically, they're going to be the most talented team on this. They're the most talented team based off of the roster in the first six games. Yeah. That's, I think yeah. that that's what we're saying, yes, but they're going to be a favored. Yes, but they're going to lose this game probably in the desert. They very likely could. Um, you were waffling on that. I think these are uh, two. Well, well, cause I think the next week they're at Cal and I think they're going to, one of them's going to maybe both bite them. Very well. Could uh, USC certainly not way better than either of those teams. I do think though, that when you look at their schedule, the thing that does make Pullman and Folsom field in Colorado hard is the weather, you know, if so, so avoiding that, I know Nick says that's a little bit of a deep dive and I kind of agree with him, but it really just like, it jumps out off the Dude, screen. If you like, live in LA, they don't have a challenge yeah. from a, 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 a location standpoint through the first half of the season. No, they get Utah and Salt Lake city. So they don't really, uh, or in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. In Los Angeles. I mean, so they don't, they, I, I just think that's a huge thing. Cause you're used to this weather shit, dude. When I go, I, I met Nick in the mountains of North Carolina in May and I was cold as shit. Yeah. Like just, just, just me being out in LA so long, turning into a pussy over here. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, that's true. You'll find no argument here on that statement, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, my point is, is that it, they got very fortunate there. They, they don't have to go to Corvallis either. Right? Uh, no. They they get the, them at home, ah, yeah. dude. They they definitely got a for nice the first path. six games at yeah. home and the two two tough road spots they go to Pullman and Colorado. Warm weather, yeah. So, uh, all right, uh, let's pick five or pick yeah pick five for Dundee here, and I'm gonna take you to College Station, Texas. SEC has got a loaded schedule this week. It's a great all, all across Auburn though. Travers t- travels to A and M where this has actually been some pretty good games. Uh, for the most part, I know last year maybe might might have been the one that it wasn't as good as traditionally, but these games have been fun. Brian Harson coming in year one. This could be a spot. A and M was one of those teams. It's funny that I, I mean I don't want to dive down this rabbit hole again, but but people saying that uh, when the, when they released this twelve team playoff, I saw some people saying that oh man this is ridiculous. A power five is going to get a seat at the table. Can you imagine if Coastal Carolina had to play A and M? And I'm like A and M beat Vanderbilt by five. <laughs> <laughs> in College Station, that was not in Nashville. Yeah. So I, I don't know what these people are thinking that A and M some type of yeah, powerhouse. I saw that conversation. Yeah. The guy's like, "Oh, what do I want to see an undefeated uh, Coastal Carolina in the playoff?" I was like, "Yes, against A and M." That sounds like, amazing, dude. A and M's a team. They act like they're fucking. I mean, he, every year he was going like seven and five before last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know Auburn A and M. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, you keep on picking the games uh, that I was going to take right before me. So uh, yeah, you know, while everybody is watching LSU Bama, I think this is probably the better game in the SEC West. I think it's just more competitive. It's probably closer. Uh, I think you probably favor the Aggies in College Station. They did win at Auburn last year, thirty-one twenty. I just think Jimbo has that program on a slightly higher level than Auburn right now. But uh, yeah, man, it's a big game for both schools. Yeah, yeah. Patty C, what do you think of uh, Look at this guy spilling what, beer what all over his What do you think papers, of uh, Auburn A and M? What a what a fucking dunce. Uh Auburn A and M. My only uh, issue with this game: Auburn only six and five last year, and they're bringing in a new coach. Obviously, that's why. Um, so Harson does have a track record of success. He's done it at a uh, well. I don't know if he's had great success at a big program when he was at Texas, but he he has experience at least there. So I think that he may be able to navigate this kind of well. Now Auburn's schedule is fucking brutal up until this point. They have road trips to Penn State and LSU, and they're hosting Georgia, so they could be three losses at this point. So I think this game's going to lose a little bit of its luster at this point. They're probably playing spoiler to A and M if A and M's having a magical season. So either way, two great programs or two very very good programs. Uh, yeah, it's it's just good football. It's just SEC football. Yep. All right. Well. Uh, Nick, it's on you. Pick six. Where are you going? Uh, it's about time for a Big Ten matchup, I suppose. Uh, you know, 
there's a more meaningful Big Ten game, but I'm going to go with a more interesting one for my first one: Indiana at Michigan. Uh, I mean, maybe it's a whole Harbaugh might get shit can thing combined with you know is Indiana legit questions. Uh, but this should be a good game here. I mean, last year Michigan was ranked and Indiana won easily. They were up uh, what twenty four seven at the half. Oof. One thirty-eight twenty-one. Uh, the only my only cause for concern that it is another of those back-to-back road trips for IU. They're at 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 Maryland the week before. So, uh, but I think this is a good matchup here. And like I said, man, it's a lot of interesting angles. Well, I mean, this was a dandy of a game a couple of years ago too. Remember, it came down to like the one yard line. I think Michigan had to yeah. run on like Harbaugh is like first year. I want to say yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I said I don't buy in to Indiana stuff all the way. I think they Tom Allen is doing a great job. I think that team is in a decent spot. However, I just don't think they're contenders in the Big Ten. But this one will be fun because you can see this is the Harbaugh getting fired, you know, <laughs> tour essentially this season. <laughs> so every game is almost going to be must-watch TV. Uh, yeah, I kind of got to agree with you, although um, I'm not. A believer in Tom Allen yet. I mean, I, as a coach, do I think what he's done is unbelievable? Do, do I really think that this guy's going to be in contention at this point in the season? No, he's gone five and seven, five and seven, eight and five, and then they had a six and two season last year, which was good, but truncated season. Not, I mean, lots of lots to prove. You you played half a season well, okay? So Michigan. Uh, Cade McNamara coming out of spring, the uh, definite number one. And when I think back about what he did, you know, he stepped in for Milton um, and had a decent game against Rutgers, brought them back and then kind of shoot the bed against Penn state a little bit. So there's a very small sample size of what he's bringing to the table. But if there's an improvement in Michigan's offense, because of this dude who was the number seven uh, quarterback in that class, at least pro style. And the six dudes that were above him are all studs in college football. So if he has that level, I want to say Hank Bachmeyer was the quarterback that was above him in the recruiting class at number six. If he can be Hank Bachmeyer, Michigan can be damn good. And yeah. maybe this game does have some implications if, uh, if I'm wrong about Indiana, but uh, I think, uh, I think Ohio state is probably going to just claim this division easily again. Mm. But you know, you, you were, you know, rallying off those records for Indiana. Do we, you know, let's not forget about how bad Indiana was like eight to 10 years ago. Yeah. So for them, that's pretty damn impressive. True. That is a massive improvement that they've made. And he's brought in some big time transfers, man. And getting Michael Penix back with Fry Fogel, uh, Stephen Carr from USC at the running back spot. And I think they, they brought in a couple sec transfers at wide out. So could be, could be good. Uh, back to you, Patty C pick number seven. All righty. Pick number seven. Oh, I kind of want to take us down the list. There is another game on here that I should probably pick above this, but I know it's on your guys' radar, so I'm going for a little bit more fun here. We're going to Oxford, Mississippi, where oh, <laughs> Hugh Freeze right. coming back makes his. Uh, I wonder if he's got that speed dial lined up with his <laughs> his lady friend, uh, ready for his trip to fucking Oxford. Because Hugh Freeze is coming back to take on <laughs> this is a fun the game. Rebels of Mississippi with two of the top offenses in college football. This game, if Ole Miss's defense is as bad as it was last year, Malik Willis might have a thousand yards coming <laughs> in true. this game. Two potential first round quarterbacks, man. And Matt Corral might have a thousand yards too, yeah. right? So this there's going to be some fireworks. This is basically watching the Arizona Rattlers against the Iowa Barnstormers in 1992. <laughs> all right, <laughs> except it's outdoors, On a forty yard, and there's field. a lot of drunk people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's an awesome game, though. Look, I ha- I didn't have it this high, but I had it like three or four spots back. Nick. Yeah, same here. Um, I had it like in the in the mid teens, but I'm not going to argue that much because it is it's just a fun ass game, and there's a chance that it could be close and competitive. And you know, there's going to be a lot of offense. You know, the coaches, the quarterbacks. uh, This is a fun one here. And once again, this late in the year, we don't have a whole lot of non-conference matchups. You know, so it's it's nice to see two teams that don't play every year. Yeah. I mean, definitely. And here's the other thing at this point in the schedule, I mean, Auburn's already gone through the, the ringer a little bit, haven't had to face uh, Alabama. Um, 
Auburn and A and M and LSU at this point. Um, oh, and so uh, they're, uh, but uh, Liberty has, hasn't faced anyone at this point in the season. <laughs> Syracuse. So, that's your ACC. Dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so this game, no, I guess they won't have played a and M. Syracuse won double digit games more recently than Ole Miss. Is that right? That there is it true. is. That the is Cuse. true. Uh, and they beat Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Cuse is a sleeper program, but Look, if 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 they come into this game at nine and zero or eight and zero, you know, yeah, it could be big, Liberty, especially if Ole Miss is having a good game. That's right, back to back. Well, you're not saying Ole Miss is going to be. 8-0. No, no, no. I'm right. saying okay. Liberty. No, Ole Miss yeah, is going to yeah. be. <laughs> Ole Miss is going to be five hundred at best, yeah. probably at this point. <laughs> but Liberty could be trying to make a statement for a New Year's Six birth, especially following last year's twelve and or eleven and one season. So, and that would be a big statement. That would be a big statement. We're going to Oxford, especially ha- if you had like. Uh, a, a LSU lose to Ole Miss or someone of that magnitude. Yeah, something to like compare with a little head-to-head uh, flex there. Yeah, uh, great play. Okay, goes to me with my pick. But before I tell you that, I want to tell you that the college football experience way too early. Week ten previews brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you receive a special offer up to a five hundred dollar risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by Roman. Yes. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded and the best golfers sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, sometimes I just need you to know it's perfectly okay. Just ask you freeze, right? Uh, but, but if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to getromancom slash SGP. Now uh, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If your medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. Uh, the, the whole process is really great. Straightforward and discreet. Uh, getting started is simple. Just go to getromancom slash SGP and complete an online visit take care of your ED without leaving home, uh, complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to getromancom slash SGP. Now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getromancom slash SGP. Get started now to save $15 on your first month's treatment. All right. Here Let's we get are. hard folks. Let's get hard. And we're getting hard over here. <laughs> Hey, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting hard over here on the week 10 pre. <laughs> uh, Dude, let me tell you, you never want to, you know, count your money before your bet is, you know, finishes. Cause I, I, ha- I was betting on the Braves tonight, one, nothing down to the last out. The Phillies hit a, a walk off two run, two run home run. And I lose my bet. Brutal. Hey, that was like me earlier today with the Rangers and the giants. Giants are up two nothing, pretty much the majority of the game. Gets a two one, uh, final out, ninth inning, two one. They 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 score a run, tie it, send it to extra innings with that new extra innings rule they have. When the guy on second base, I lose, and I I really felt like it was money in the bag. Fucking losers, losers. Uh, tough day, tough day baseball wise. But let's talk college football, guys. It's my pick week or week ten, obviously. Pick what is this seven, I believe. Uh, no, pick eight. We are going to. I'm surprised you left this one out there, Patty C. I'm surprised you left this out there. Iowa at Northwestern. Perhaps, perhaps the top two teams in the Big Ten West. It's just uh, Floyd and Rosedale, I believe, I on kn- the line. <laughs> I know people just think this is just a snooze fest, but I actually kind of love this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is two great defensive. No, Florida Rosedale's Iowa, Minnesota. I know Northwestern's got one with one of them. This is two great, great defensive teams. This is normally like a 16 to 14 game, maybe a 10 to seven game, but that's what I like about it. Sometimes I don't need 74 points on the board. <laughs> all right. Give me an old fashioned turn back the clock to, to the 1950s and watch Iowa at Northwestern. Nick, are you excited for it? 
Kind of, you know, <laughs> when I picked that Indiana, Michigan, I mentioned the one big 10 matchup that was more meaningful, but I picked the one that was more interesting over it. Well, I was referring to this Iowa Northwestern matchup, uh, Northwestern won 21, 20 last year. So kind of, you know, in the same vein that you were talking about low scoring, close game. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, like I would be shocked if this was a blowout. Right, right. Now I will say it is once again. I, I I hate to keep on bringing it up. It's the second of back-to-back road games for Iowa. The week before they're at Wisconsin. Brutal. I'm high. I'm high on Iowa, but this stretch right here, what they do in this stretch, that might determine if they're going to represent the Big Ten West or not. Yeah, yeah. Patty C, uh, got anything else you want to say about Iowa at Northwestern, buddy? Dude, the the amount of parity in the. Uh, Big Ten West is insane this year. I, this is honestly like maybe the division I have no idea about more than any other division because I think Minnesota could be the favorite. I think Iowa could be the favorite. I could, what about Pac-12 South? I, think, I mean, yeah, certainly, <laughs> certainly. Or North. Yeah, the whole Pac-12 <laughs> is a shit shit show. But the Big Ten West is going to be super exciting. I think the the funny thing is one of the only. Oh, I guess um, Illinois has got to be figured as a. a on That's the, back the only one that you think. Even can't even win Nebraska, it. I think, is a little. But the other four teams in the division, I think, are have equal opportunity. I, I planted a flag on Nebraska, so <laughs> yeah, I know you did. But uh, <laughs> maybe Northwestern taking a step back. But I, why should I figure that? Pat Pat Fitzgerald hasn't had a particularly glamorous roster coming into either of his Pac-12 uh, or Big. 10 championship game appearances over the last three years. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just think, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good game. And I, I, what, what do you guys think about this? Like the, the contrast and styles you got Chicago, Iowa. Is there anything fun about this from a football team? They're the same team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I guess Chicago, Iowa, all you want these teams normally have lawn chairs as quarterbacks. <laughs> And and they run the ball a hundred times uh, and they play great defense. That's true. Are, are either of the which team is the sexier team? I the, the, either <laughs> neither yeah. either. I mean, this is like the you know fundamentally sound. You know, they're gym rats. Right. You know, basically all those you know, descriptions to to talk about white guys. Right. <laughs> just, teams will just punch each other in the mouth for four quarters. I can watch that. This is essentially. Watching one on one Bill Lambier against Frank Frank Burkowski. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's glorious. Uh, all right, Nick, it's on you. Pick uh, pick nine. All right, so we talked about what two or three SEC West games. Why don't we take you to an SEC East game? Honestly, I'm not sure how competitive it'll be, but arguably it's the best two teams in the conference. You know, we're high on Mizzou, and maybe you're fading not, Florida not, a bit. Not the conference in the in the SEC East. The division. Thank you <laughs> yeah, for the correction. Yeah. Yes, not in the conference. Definitely not. What are you in sipping on over there, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we but, we, uh, we prefaced this. We said that Missouri could have a special year. I think uh, week two they get Kentucky. If they're able to get by Kentucky, I think they're in a great spot to be undefeated in this in this spot. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it was at home in, in Columbia, Mizzou would have a chance, but it's in Athens, so I think Georgia rolls here, but if we're talking about maybe the two best teams in that division, <laughs> then this game is, is worth mentioning here. And George is known to lay an egg. I mean, that one year South Carolina beat them and South Carolina was on their third. Stream. Like that was one of the most amazing wins to me because th- they didn't have uh what's the guy's name? Jake Bentley got injured. The second string got injured. So they're on the third string quarterback on the road in Athens Yeah, and they still win. Like that was a ma- like he couldn't that's throw a, the ball. That's a massive egg laying. But at the, at the same time, Georgia's got like the from is got they got everybody, and you're just like, how are they? How are they in? Like how are they losing this game right now? But that's what I'm saying. So Missouri, as much yes, I think we all would favor Georgia by like 14. Is Georgia but, the new Clemson? Is it? Should we change the term from Clemsoning to Georgia? It's a huge year for Georgia and Kirby Smart because if you don't get over the hump this year, I don't know that you're ever getting over. You're the Mark hump. Richt. Yeah. Your Mark fucking. I think Rick has a better record thus far. Yeah, yeah, and and really probably a very similar kind of like set of expectations and failures uh, at at and big games. You know, they're they're pretty much the same coach through what however four years for. Uh, yeah, I uh, think smart four, now it might be five now. Maybe five. Yeah, uh, I like the play though. I think I think it makes sense there. Patty C, it's on you. Pick a uh, pick ten. Let pick me 10. say this real quick. 
there's no way that Missouri might be the number two team in this division. We're, 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 I believe it could be. I mean, they could end up having the number two record in the division. Yeah, yeah. But Florida's a way better team than Missouri. Sure, but but, but Florida's going to lose season, at Missouri. Probably it'll be. Late. I think that game's in November. They could lose at Missouri because it Missouri. might be cold. Yeah, that is. Yeah. It's, a, it's after this uh, Georgia game. So yeah, I mean, if Missouri handles their business, and even if they lose to AM, but especially if they beat AM, but if Missouri comes in with one loss, then this game at this point in the season is for the division. Yeah. So I, I, I like the pick. I like the pick. Uh, it's back to you, Patty C. All right. Hmm. Got a couple games. There's, there's a big one in the ACC that we've alluded to. There's also a big one in the Big Twelve, the AAC. Another good one in the SEC. Look, a I'm, ton, a ton of weekday games. Yeah. Well, the, uh, Nick nailed on it. Nick, Nick, Nick hit on it right there, and I'm going to surprise you guys. And I don't know if this is the ACC game that you were talking about, Colby, but we're going way down the list to don't. Chestnut Hill. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! This Between is... the Hokies of Blacksburg and. <laughs> This uh, I fucking have, Eagles. This one is it, so far back for me. <laughs> is Maddie Ice uh, suiting up? <laughs> Let me tell you what. It's not so much that uh, Boston College has a chance to win the uh, Atlantic as it is that Virginia Tech has a, a legitimate chance to win the uh, coastal, coastal this year. Sure, everyone you know? does. <laughs> yeah, everyone does every year. Yeah, so, I, I, but uh, but there's something that makes me want to sleep when I think Boston College football. Only, only Virginia Tech, and and otherwise, <laughs> I agree with you. But the fact that Virginia Tech has such a hard time with Boston College, especially in Chestnut Hill, and it's often been during these weekday games that it happens that this just reeks of like another Virginia Tech heartbreak. And like, yeah, I could totally see BC winning this if Virginia Tech beats North Carolina on the opening Friday of the season. Like for the remainder of the season, uh, their ACC schedule is home against Pittsburgh, home against Syracuse at a shitty Georgia tech going into this, I would expect them to be four and zero in conference play. I don't, I'm not just going to give them that win against Pitt. I won't either, but <laughs> not at all, but it, in Blacksburg, maybe a slight edge. That's a 50, 50 game. But if they're able to win that, then this game it is, could be huge. Yes. Is essentially uh, if, if Virginia tech's able to get through Boston college and they're probably in a one game playoff against Miami for the coastal. So no, the one, the thing that's helping you is it's Friday night national TV, because I'm telling you, this was like my 27th game of the, of the week. Well, that's why I picked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, if it was going up against Alabama LSU, I'm not watching fucking tech versus Boston. Uh, I, I will say the weekday game makes it compelling, but I still think there's better. There's some better ones on the board out there. All right, Hit me with them. Um, I'm going to Nick. Did you want to address anything with the, uh, no, I'll just say, okay. look, Hey man, it's Friday night. It's it has no competition. Which means we're all going to be watching it. So yeah. I, you know, I had it ranked down further, also, but not too much further. So I'm with you, Patty C. Thanks, Nick. Well, what's Appreciate the what's it. the date on this? Oh, uh, well, let's take what's a week ten's date. Anyone it, know? It's November. It's November. Is uh, it that, that game's November fifth? Uh, oh, three days before the college basketball season tips. Okay, you're well, okay. Look, Boston okay. is going to start <laughs> to get cold. Not that the Hokies would have a particular problem with that. It's just, you know, the Hokies drop games to teams that are uppity, and Boston College's is uppity. Well, I'm going to take you right now. Big Twelve Colby's back. All right. All right. Cause you missed this one, Oklahoma State at West Virginia. We we talked about this. This one is huge. Morgantown, you know, West Virginia gets a lot of their tough opponents in Morgantown, so they just protect their own home turf. I think there's a strong chance they're playing for the Big Twelve championship. This is a big game, though. Mike Gundy's b- bunch. We we talked about this on the Big Twelve preview. Check that out on the College Football Experience. But Oklahoma State, I think, flying under the radar, and I think West Virginia really flying under the radar. So I think this could be a huge game Saturday. So Nick, Oklahoma state, West Virginia, your thoughts. Good game. No, no qualms here. I think you're a little bit higher than West Virginia than I, but I think, you know, with Oklahoma state traveling across the country, basically uh, you know, Morgantown is, is never an easy place to win. So I think it's going to be a close game here. It's going to be interesting. I, you know, it's, it's, this is the, the, the typical big 12 game Colby loves and I hardly watch. <laughs> Uh, you're going to get on board this year. Fourth quarter, but come on. 
Yeah, you're gonna get on board this year. This is a great match. Yeah, I, I, I sense Nick, uh, Nick growing with a little influence from Colby. Colby's had an impact on my. I, I feel like I was a little closer to where Nick was before, but Colby's influenced me toward him. Nick's gonna have a house in Morgantown in a, in a couple years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, he, last episode he said it's not a far drive. All right. I'm gonna open so, up a store that sells couches in Morgantown. <laughs> be the richest man in Morgantown. Uh, Patty, see what do you think of this game? Oh, let's see. Um, yeah. I mean, like we said, uh, huge, huge ramifications. If West Virginia is able to have a good year, for both teams really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the fact that uh, West Virginia gets them at home, a traditionally tough place to play. Look, I like watching West Virginia play at home. I don't care if they're Owen five or fucking five and oh, they're a fucking, it's why, a fun why does place. Nick hate them so much. Nick, why do you hate I, the Big Twelve so much? Let's get to the. Quarters. I don't know. The, the teams are just kind of above average, slightly, and uh, that's the whole just, ACC that, minus Clemson. <laughs> I live in ACC country. I, you know, I, I'm a part of ACC country. I don't live in Oklahoma. You're like I'm a part of that empty bench at Duke. <laughs> you know what Nick is? Nick's a coastal elite. Right. And, <laughs> and, and the big 12 doesn't have like the sexiness and Iowa state, right. Does nothing for, and to be honest, it did nothing for me, but when you get on board with the, the, the heartland of America, you, you it, it bonds to you, Nick. I, I'm it just confused. I don't understand why he hates them so much. You know, I'll just say that's the first time I've been called a coastal elite. So <laughs> is that going like to be, it. is that going to be in your uh, Twitter bio by the end of the week? <laughs> it might have to be, <laughs> uh, no. Notorious Big Twelve hater, coastal elite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Nick, it's on your pick. Where are you taking us? Well, well, after all this talk, I'm gonna take you to ACC country. Damn it, uh, <laughs> NC State at Florida State. This what? is a fun this is game. What you're playing? Year after year. Wait, wait, wait. You're playing this over the other one. Bite your tongue. I took you to a Thursday night Florida State at NC State game like 10 years ago. That was it a went great down game. to like a great game, like a goal line stand. Russell Wilson and the Wolfpack beat Christian Ponder in he Florida plays State. This game? These games are good every year. I have zero interest in watching this game. I mean, I don't know what's worse. Virginia, we played two ACC games. That I have zero interest in really watching. Now, here's the thing: there's there's at least one game that is very much better than this game in the ACC, right? Mm, yes. Where? Clemson at Louisville. It's sitting yeah, out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NC State at Florida State. I mean, I actually think NC You've State. You've been to the matchup before. It's yeah. A great game, right? Oh, I th- I think it's probably better than Virginia Tech Boston College, <laughs> but but Virginia Tech Boston College is Friday night. There's a strong <laughs> chance I don't watch one snap of NC State Florida State. <laughs> Uh, but I'll watch it throughout the week, buddy, and I'll let you know how that was. Um, Patty, see your thoughts on NC State, Florida State. Look, I think that you know we've we've listed NC State as a uh, sleeper in the Atlantic, which they are every year. The fact that we are writing <laughs> off, you. yeah, I mean that's pretty much. If you're not Clemson, you're a sleeper in the yeah, uh, yeah. Atlantic. But um, Florida State. Fuck you all for ever doubting them. That, uh, proceed with caution on doing that. Do you know what their win total is, Patty? See, you know what Vegas thinks of Florida State? Let me pull up Florida. It's five State. and a half. <laughs> so they're they're either saying they're going to be five and seven or six and six. So they're not even going to have a winning record in the regular season, according to Vegas. Well, Vegas sometimes uh, fucking loses a lot of money. Okay, I want to pull up list of Florida. Not usually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're pretty good at what they do. <laughs> But I want to say, I think, you know, depending on when uh fucking homeboy Bowden retired, there was a pretty drastic turnaround in short order. <laughs> bring up seasons from uh, Peter work. Look at this, right? <laughs> Bobby Bowden, seven and six Jimbo Fisher comes in year one, 10 and four by year four. He's won a national championship. A turnaround what year seven, is this? And, seven and six <laughs> to 14 and zero in a four year period at Florida state. What did they go last year? Three and seven or something. Okay, right? so there's Three. a little longer way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, either way, you don't see one Florida State, but yeah, I think the there's at least one higher game in conference. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, guys, I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by Prop Swap. Yes, 
America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other sports bettors like yourself. See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high. Submit a bid for a price that you think is fair, then buy it. PropSwap is making it easy to profit these playoffs by trading in and out teams as the postseason progresses. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. Last week, a PropSwap customer purchased a Montreal Canadian Stanley Cup future for just $45 when the team was down 3 1 against the Maple Leaves. A few days later, he flipped it for $600. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just has to improve. Think stock market, but for sports betting, baby. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And speaking of apps, Patty C, you got to download the SGPN app. Woo! I mean, we have our own app. I mean, I, I feel like, hold on. Let me just, uh, let me just give us some proper, some proper music here. If I can find some on the fly right here, which I'm really failing. I'm really failing here. Here. We have our own app. <laughs> this is a LA Rams. But look, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all our picks and podcasts. Plus, the app is an exclusive way to enter all the SGPN contests, including our SGPN $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just download the app and hit the. Uh, Hit the contest tab for your chance to take home a thousand dollars. Don't forget to toss up an app review in the app store also and download the SGPN app today. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. I believe it's on Patty C. Get back. Are you going to the ACC again? Are we doing three ACC games and four out of four picks here? Ooh, it is tempting. There are uh, a couple other games on this slate that may be more compelling, but I don't think so. Let's stay in the freaking ACC. Clemson at Louisville. This one I think is actually, you know, did you see uh, McCaffrey yeah. after like three days at Louisville? He's he like, leaves this because he said he wanted to be a starter. I'm like, dude, you just think you're going to walk in and be starting over Macau Cunningham has been starting for two years. Of course you're going to have to battle this yeah. out. Uh, kind of, kind of. A, and doesn't he have tons of like uh uh, eligibility left. Yeah. And Malik Cunningham is going uh pro probably after this year. Well, I'm right? saying Malik Cunningham is just, it's not like he's a horrible quarterback. Yeah. What was he stud. expecting? <laughs> Nick, what was McCaffrey expecting? What's going on uh, over in ACC country? I have no clue. I was uh, surprised as you were. First off, I was surprised he transferred there because I didn't think he'd start right away. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if he was under the assumption that he was going to be the starter, I don't know where that came from. Uh, but maybe it's that typical, like, you know, youngest brother thing. (laughs) I like it. uh. (laughs) Well, uh, I, I, Hey, just not go down to Colorado where we're starting to free safety. Maybe you have a chance. You grew up in Colorado, (laughs) you know, Neuer just transferred. He did. What? Yeah. How did I miss that? Neuer's in the portal. No. Yeah. So we're going with the, we're going with Lewis. Uh, Apparently. No, I'm double checking your work right now. Double check me, buddy. How did I miss that? Neuer transfer, huh? Yeah, he is. He wow. is. Wow. Wait, wow. does he want to go days, play quarterback? You might start listening to your older brother. <laughs> <laughs> is Neuer trying to play quarterback somewhere else? Or I have no he idea. Got, he got that. He probably got benched. He got that quarterback. Uh, like well, we should do Brandon Lewis anyway. Brandon Lewis looked good in that bowl game. He's a freshman. The schedule's brutal this year. Just let's. It's year one, Dorrell. We just made the case for this. So, but Clemson at Louisville. We call this one. We call this one as potential upset spot for Clemson. They get at NC State and at Louisville this year. Um, that don't, they're not back to back, of course, because the ACC would never do that to Clemson. But uh, but I, they do have Florida State the week before. Granted, it's in they're not South good, Carolina. Patty. Why does he keep? Why does he keep doing this to us, Nick? <laughs> well, you know what? You know, you keep on saying Louisville's good, and this game is good. Well, at least let Lu- me give you the score of the last three matchups. Okay, but I'm just let saying the last three. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> bite your tongue. <laughs> the last three clubs in Louisville matchups: forty-five to ten, seventy-seven to sixteen, <laughs> and forty-seven twenty-one. Okay, <laughs> way to ruin my picnic. Well. <laughs> At least they had eight wins two years ago. Patty C sprinkling. Oh, they got Florida State the week before. Like it's like it's 1999 or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think Louisville could bite them. Yeah, no. I mean, 
Look, you you went back three years, and we went back four years. Lamar Jackson is going down to South Carolina and almost fucking knocking them out the year they won the national championship. Yeah. Malik Cunningham reminds me of Lamar Jackson, a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Let's be honest. But very very poor man's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welfare of Lamar Jackson, but pretty good. And uh, who knows what Scotty Satterfield has in store for us? What is this year two now? It is year two. Um, yeah. Okay. I agree with where it's played my pick now, uh, but you're going to have to catch my pick on the other side of this one. Episode two, this concludes episode one guys. We'll have the rest of the picks and the Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week coming up on the, on the other side of this. So make sure you check this out uh, and check out episode two. That is, this is the college football experience way too early week 10 preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.